Thanks for downloading this podcast. podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by searching iTunes for Radio Le Mans or visiting RadioLeMans.com. Live from Trackside, this is IMSA Radio. Sunshine, great weather, nice and warm, a little bit of wind, fabulous countryside and a great motor racing circuit. What more could you want on a Friday afternoon? Hello there, this is John Hindhoff. We're at Watkins Glen International. That is the extra component, a historic racing circuit that is quite frankly brilliant. And in front of us now are the super grid of GT3 Porsches for the Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama, and that's live. Next, we're racing with Porsche on IMSA Radio. The Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama on IMSA Radio. And here's Jeremy Shaw with the grid of cars. It's the fourth race in the championship, but actually round five, because uh, we've got round five and six scheduled this weekend for Watkins Glen International. Round four was postponed from Nola Motorsports Park last month, a couple of months ago, and that will be run on Saturday evening. It's a run down the starting order for this race. It'll be Elliot Skier, who starts on the pole position in car number 14, a time of 152.098. Alongside him on the front row of the grid, making his debut this season in the championship, driving for JDX Racing, number zero. 05 Angel Benitez Jr. Row 2 of the grid. Car number 21, Jesse Lazaro from Canada and Santiago Creel in car number 60 from Mexico City. On row 3 on the inside, Casey Kuhlman, car number 15, the first of the Masters contenders driving for Wright Motorsports. Alongside him in car number 19 is Will Hardiman. Row 4 of the grid on the inside from Casanova, New York, Lucas Catania in car number 26 for NGT Motorsports. Alongside him, the second of the Masters contenders, John Goetz in car number 18, row 5 of the grid. Michael Shine on the inside, car number 16. Michael Levitas on the outside in car number 36. He is the first of the Gold Cup contenders in the older 997-bodied cars. On row, tw- run, row 6 of the grid on the inside, Andrew Long, car number 47. On the outside, Jeff Mosing in car number 01. He's the second of the Gold Cup contenders. Row seven of the grid, two more platinum class cars. On the inside, Jay Patel in the double zero car. Alongside him, number 74, Wild Bill Pelichewski for Kelly Moss Motorsports. Row eight of the grid on the inside, a third of the Gold Cup contenders, J- David Jacody in car number six. On the outside, David Williams in car number 37. Row nine on the inside, Frank Seldorf in car number 65, a brand new livery and a striking livery it is for that car number 65 on the inside. On the outside, car number 56, David Baker. 19th fastest in qualifying, Oscar Arroyo in car number 89. And on 20th position, Charlie Putman in car number 40. 21st and 22nd on the grid on the inside, Joe Catania, the father of Lucas Catania, driving in the Gold Cup category, car number 24. 
And on the outside, Forrest Landy in car number 49, also a Gold Cup contender. We're 23rd and 24th on the grid. Dan Wayland, the oldest driver in the field in car number 11, making a welcome return to the series. And Mark Yano in car number 22. Rounding out this 26 car grid on the inside, Kurt Fazekas making his debut in the championship this weekend. Driving for Nexus Motorsports from Indianapolis in car number 52. And rounding out the field, Wayne Giacconi in car number 70, another Gold Cup contender. Big field of cars there, and we're in for an exciting race this afternoon. And the lights are out on the safety car. We're forming up with Elliot Skier then, getting ready to bring the cars to the line. The mainly white with red bumpers on the pole sitter. The Viper Green safety car takes off. A pace car at the moment. Let's hope we don't see it as the safety car. As round five of the... GT3 Cup Challenge USA. My younger Harmer is ready to go green at Watkins Glen International in the sunshine. Stand by for action. Great field of cars that spreads out to four abreast. And the pole sitter skier does get the green flag, does get the jump and heads down towards the right-hander at turn one. But Angel Benitez Jr. has got Buffalo Gals round the outside. Tremendous manoeuvre. And he pulls it off with ease. Made that look very easy indeed. He heads towards the S's as the leader already. Benitez Jr. back in the championship, back on form. That's all about experience. A 0-5 car there. Angel Benitez Jr. He finished second in this championship last year. Don't forget, so he knows what it takes to win races. He won a lot of races around here in the Gold Cup and the Platinum class. Brilliant first lap move by Angel Benitez Jr. And he leads Elliot Skier, our championship leader. And he's managed to pull out half a Porsche's length as well as they go through into the loop for the first time. Everybody playing nicely as they go through the chicane. Yes, you can use a little bit of the kerb on the exit, but you don't want to use too much. It can suck you in there because it looks nice and flat, but then the crocodile teeth starts a little bit further out as they're coming round about the first half lap now, heading down into the newer parts of the circuit and coming effectively back towards us. The undulations playing their part here, and it's still Angel Benitez Jr., as the battles continue further down the field. But at the moment, it's all about what's going on up front. And Elliot Skier is not losing touch with the leader. And why should he? Now, he's, he's got a balancing act to do here, Jeremy, because he's leading the championship. He'll not, let be, not like being headed in the race by the returning Benitez Jr. But he's got to think the long game here. And, and Benitez Jr. has got an awful lot of catching up to do if... He is going to uh, make this work. It's Benitez Jr. then, leading from Skier, 05 from 14, as they come back towards the end of this first lap of this 45-minute contest across the line then. Benitez Jr., Skier, by half a second, and they've got half a second on the rest of the field as they dive down. Lazia in third position, then Gertz. Santiago Creel in fifth position ahead of Hardman. Lucas Catania. And Casey Kilman, I saw there coming through into eighth. Michael Shine, Michael Levitas, the first of the gold class runners, is in the top ten. And I just wonder what the situation is with Skier's train of thought. 
as if he is thinking championship or thinking I want this race victory. He's thinking both. It might be his first time to Watkins Glen International, but he certainly wants to win it, and uh, he's been magnificent all the way through this weekend. Here's uh, a late pole, in, a late uh, contender to the pits here. That's Wayne Ducody at the back of the field brings the number 70 car onto pit lane but out the front of the field it is still Anel Benitez who leads but right behind him they're tracking him is Elliot Skier in third place Jesse Lazar John Goats a great start there to move up from eighth place on the grid into fourth place John Goats is a masters contender and driving brilliantly already a pit lane caller Jim Ruller is down there for us uh, not quite John just uh, making the pit stop to swap over the equipment well, we've got uh, a car in the pit, and it's Wayne Ducote off the back of the grid. This is not been the front. a banner weekend so far for the Kelly Moss Racing number 70 car with a, a start from way further back on the grid than they would have liked, and now damage to the car. All five, Angel Benitez Jr. then leads out from Elliot Skier in second place. Top three just bringing away a tiny bit from the rest of the pack. Yeah, it looks to me like Jesse Lazare in the third place might be a little bit closer as they come across this, the line this time to complete lap two. The first three there, pretty much nose to tail, just a few car lengths between the three of them. And then in fourth place, that great effort by John Goats in the fourth place, in car number 18. Yeah, good to see John doing such a fine job side by side across the line and down into the first corner. Wild Bill makes up a position. Can he hold on to it? Yes, he can. And that was Oscar Arroyo that he's having a battle with at the moment. And that is a change of 14th position. Arroyo in the 89 car for Mexico Colours. Just losing touch immediately with the 74 ahead of him. Um, they spread out into the... Oh dear, that was all a bit unnecessary. Into the chicane again. Sorry, Jeremy, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was going to say, there the, was the fastest lap of the race there indeed was set by Jesse Lazari in that third-place car, 155.533, only fractionally quicker than the other two. 55.57 for Benitez, 55.58 for Elliot Skier. So uh, just a, uh, a hundredth of a second between the top two and Jesse Lazare just fractionally quicker. But this is a three-car battle at the front. But John Goetz there in the fourth place, the Masters contending to one year in the past in the gold category, stepping up to platinum this year and running there in fourth place. And he's got Santiago Creel right in his whale tracks at the moment. And also blazing up behind him is Will Hardiman. Hardiman yeah. then as well in the 19 car. He looks the man most likely at the moment in sixth position. He's closing down on Creel and Guts. Well, the leading trio... Just seem to be pacing themselves at the moment. I bet it doesn't feel like that for Angel Benitez Jr. <laughs> as he comes round the final left-hander. And now into the last corner, pit lane exit, pit lane entrance, excuse me, on the right-hand side. There's the 0-1. Oh, and the spin is spinner. 26 car has gone around. Oh, that is complete disaster. Now, can we get that car pointing in the right direction? Yes, we can. That's just coming back onto the... All the part of the circuit and Lucas Catania is dropping positions. He's going to drop way down there. Probably a dozen or more positions. Now, was there a jump or was he pushed? That's the question. Three leaders. Benitez Jr. Skier. And Jesse Lazar. 5, 14 and 21. Nothing between them in times at all. No. 
really close, isn't it? Once again, uh, Angel Benitez, he wasn't quite the quickest car. It was, uh, it was uh, indeed Elliot Skier who set the fastest lap of the race that, that time around, 154.847. And uh, behind, behind him, uh, 54.8 also by Jesse Lazare. And that compares to Angel Benitez Jr., our race leader, 155.0. But nothing to choose between these three in the early stages of this 45-minute race. Three laps in the books, working lap four. John Goetz hanging on there in fourth place, doing a fine job. But Will Hardeman in the sixth place. You said he looked like the man most likely in car number 19. And he was really putting the pressure on Santiago Creel going into turn one. And now there's a bit of a breathing space for Angel Benitez Jr. Because Skier has got Jesse Lazare right up behind him. And for a moment, he's had to devote his talent and his skill on defending rather than attacking the black and yellow Hertz-sponsored car that's ahead of him. And that is all that Angel Benitez Jr. needs because he will make that small gap, which, remember, was less than half a second, two-tenths last time around. It's going to be half a second, maybe more this time. And once he breaks the tour, he's going to be very hard to pass indeed. We know this of this young man. If he can, he can win from the front, he can win driving through. Benitez Jr. is the full package, and he needs no more than to be given a little bit of breathing room. And already it's gone out half a second, that lap. It's seven-tenths now at the head of the field. Eskia is now in a defensive mode. This is the championship leader, second place. And what he won't want to do is bleed too many points to any of his championship contenders. Benitez Jr. returning to the championship this time around. And skier now, I know it's difficult, Jeremy, but you can't drive in your mirrors, can you? You've got to be looking forwards all the time. Yeah, that was uh, the, the best lap of the race on that lap by Angel Benitez Jr., 154.48, fastest lap race, and that would enable him to pull out that lead of a little bit over half a second. But uh, the battle behind him is still going on, and uh, certainly Elliot Skier hasn't given up. Uh, hope of catching our race leader. It is for JDX, uh, JDX Racing, a team put together by Jeremy Dale and Harrison Bricks, running out front, doing exactly what he was hard to do for this weekend. Uh, and El Benitez, he's uh, finished third in this Platinum Championship in 2013, second last year, missed the first three races of the season, but comes back uh, with a vengeance here and running out in front with four laps in the books. Look at David Baker there. It's a little bit further down the field in 11th position, 10th in GD3 Platinum. Michael Levitas still leading the gold category in 10th position. He'll be delighted with that as the battles in the midfield are just as hot as those in front of the field. Frank Seldorf and Forrest Landy battling for 19th and 20th, and just ahead of them is the sixth car of David Decorte. Yeah, Great-looking car, Frank Seldorf, and you are art livery on the car for this weekend. And yes, it's very fabulous. Paul Smith. He's running well, too. Very Paul Smith, definitely. Yes. Leaders across the line in front of us and head down towards the first corner. Clean and green so far in round number five of the Porsche GT3 Challenge USA by Yokohama. Now, is that a slow-moving 36? No, I don't think it is. That's Michael Levitas leading the gold category. Lovely. Nobody around him, nobody to have to worry about him, not only in his own class, but he's got a bit of breathing space, doesn't have to worry about any of those pesky platinum cars. Jeff Mosing is the yellow car, two cars further back in the 0-1. He is the second gold category car with the... 
stripe down the middle of the bonnet. There is Morsing coming through. So that is the challenge to Michael Levitas, but Levitas is up the road. And even better, he's got David Baker between himself and Jeff Morsing. Yes, he has indeed. So David uh, Baker there, that, that buffer in between those two gold club cars. But meanwhile, there's a new fastest lap of the race last time around, and it wasn't by our race leader, Angel Benitez Jr. It was by our second-place driver and our championship leader, uh, Elliot Skier. In that kind of a 14 for Wright Motorsports, a 153.949 last time around. Just a couple of tenths of a second quicker than Benitez. There's still uh, very little to choose between those three at the front of the field, covered by less than a second as they came across the line last time around. They come now through the final couple of corners, but uh, all sorts of battles down the field. That's on the inside oh. there is uh, Kurt Vazikas making his debut in the championship this year. And Lucas Catania, having made that uh, error perhaps earlier on, rejoined the back of the pack, making a move for position. Yeah, and he's, uh, that was made rather easy by Kurt Vasigas in the 52 car. Lucas Catania now has to, first of all, catch his dad, Joe, who's in 17th position. Uh, Lucas in 22nd at the moment. He was on the verge of the top 10 when he spun, so that tells you how close this is to have lost probably 10 places yeah, for a half place. spin. Yeah, it was 7th yeah. place was he spun. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, right. So even worse than that, then, a dozen and more places. Starting to heat up again at the front of the field. Angel Benitez Jr. might have just thought that his challenge was gone from Elliot Skier, but Elliot has done exactly what we suggested he might. He's got his head down. He has stopped looking in his mirror at Jesse Lazar and has focused on the rear end of the leader, and Angel Benitez Jr. And what that has done has brought... The lead down from three quarters of a second to under half a second. It's going to be a tenth or a couple of tenths the next time that they come round. Climbing up through the boot. Fantastic piece of motor racing yeah. circuit here. Yeah, it really is. That steep uphill climb out of the toe of the boot there and over kind of the crest of the hill and then downhill again here into uh, turn uh, eight. And then it'll be uphill again uh, into... The first of two left-handers. That takes you back onto the old circuit here. There they are right now. Everybody using that extra runoff that was put in there a few yeah. years ago. Careful to keep at least a part of one wheel over to the track side of the white line. Round the final left, and now the last corner, which is the right-hander. If we look across to our right from our commentary position as they come under the... Sirlands Bridge, there are our leaders going through to complete their seventh lap. This is a timed contest. We are coming up to one-third distance. It'll be almost exactly one-third distance at the end of this lap. In terms of the time, at least, there. Michael Levitas, the 36 car, in 10th position, is still leading the gold category. We did have a change there for 5th place. Will Hardman did find his way past Santiago, Santiago Creole. So, number number 19 car of Hardman up into the 5th place at the expense of number 60, Santiago Creole. But those two battling way in, right ahead of them too, is John Goetz. They've fallen some way back from the three leaders, but it's a great battle for 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th and ninth as well. Yeah, Michael Levitas uh, not really closing in on those guys, and neither does he have to. He's leading his category, and he's still got David Baker between himself and his closest competition, uh, Jeff 
Mosing and off has gone the 18 of John Goats. Just as you mentioned, I was just about to say Will Hardiman does get the chance of having a go at fourth position, and Goats has gone, and the front of that car has been damaged. There is certainly some fluid, and the full course caution has come out. Well, the engine is running, but I don't think John's got a gear there. I can hear an awful lot of revving of the flat six. So either there's something catching at the front end, which is entirely possible. He's not got any drive, has he? One of the two. Or possibly both. Yes. Well, what a shame for John, because he had been driving a very good race indeed. That was weird. Well, that Just looked like he... <sighs> speared off left, uh, coming out of the right-hander exit of the, uh, of the inner loop there. That was weird. That was very weird. I don't see any damage on the rear of the car to suggest he'd had a tap uh, earlier no. in the piece. But that is uh, bizarre. He'd just come out of the chicane, heading into the loop, as Jeremy says, at the far end of the old circuit. And the car just spearing off to driver's left, making heavy contact with unprotected arm curl and bouncing onto the immaculately cut grass beyond the runoff area. The worry now will be the fluid running across the circuit. The flatbed already there to pick up the sad remains of John's car. John will get to ride home in a Porsche to the pits. It won't be the one he started with as the intervention Cayenne pulls up and everyone takes a breath. It's round number five of the Porsche IMSA GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama. Full course caution at Watkins Glen International with just under half an hour still to go. Well, good news is that John Cutts is out of the car. And uh, in fact, actually, it's the McCann, isn't it, that's gone round to pick him up. So not quite as much legroom in the back there as he might have been expecting and not the same Porsche as he drove out. Will he come home in for John Guts? That was a shame, Jeremy, because he was having a really good job to the point where uh, Santiago Creel had given it his best and, in fact, in, wasn't able to get past into fourth position and Will Hardman has, had taken Creel for fifth. I just wondered if uh, we might have seen Hardman have a go. It looked as though Hardiman might have been ahead of Goats when Goats went off. There was a car right in front of John. So I wonder well, if the case. pass had already taken place and there might have been some side-to-side -side contact coming out of the chicane. Yeah, I didn't see that, I must say. Uh, uh, all I saw, I kind of caught the glimpse of it at the last minute. just saw the car spearing left into the mm. barrier. I didn't really see where it was in relation to anybody else. But if there was a car ahead of him, yes, that would have been Hardiman because those, uh, that, that those two cars were leading the, the next group. The first three Correct. leaders had a, had a pretty good leader for five or six seconds over that, what that battle was for fourth place. Let's go down in the pit lane, Jim Roller. You were asking about the 70 car earlier. I talked to the team and the driver hit the wall. And so they've towed that car back into the garage area. They are done for the day, as you surmised. Thank you, Jim. That was Wayne Dakota and the Kelly Moss racing car. That car 
starting out of position. Not been a good weekend for the guys, and it's just got worse. And with two more races this weekend, because we've got round six, as we would have had, five and six were due to be here. Round four is the make-up race that didn't get run down at uh, Nola on the IndyCar schedule with all that rain. I guess they just basically ran out of time for that. Yeah, you just, were, the weather was just, I wasn't, uh, but the weather was just too bad uh, at that stage in the day. It got better later on when the IndyCars ran. They were able to run their race, but uh, yeah, they had to abandon hopes of running both. There was a, uh, a Pro Mazda race uh, as well as the uh, Porsche GT3 Cup that was due to run that day as well, and neither of them got to do so. So Michael Levitas now inside the top ten in ninth position, leading the GT3 Gold category for the slightly older cars. 991s are the Platinum, 997 are the Gold class cars, and uh, full field of them. 20, 26 cars starting yep. the race. 24 cars left at the moment. Yes. Dan Wayland is uh, running shotgun on the field at the moment in car number 11. But to tell you what, Dan's uh, what a character he is. <laughs> 76 years of age, if you can believe it. Good luck to uh, him. And absolutely. And I mean, hang on, it's not as if he's way behind everybody else either. I mean, he's always uh, found somebody to dice with. He's looking at his lap times. They're as good as you know the, the six or seven cars in front of him. Uh, so uh, that's pretty impressive. Uh, if I could uh, be that fast at that age, I, I wouldn't mind at all. <laughs> if I, actually, if I had a chance to drive anything at that age, I'd be pretty happy. <laughs> You'd be fast in anything, any time. Michael Levitas is uh, having another good race, Jeremy. Leading the gold category for the 997 cars. And Michael's been a staunch supporter of this form of racing for some time now. Yeah, he's, he's got 11 wins in the Gold Club uh, over the last several years. He won the championship in 2013, finished second in the championship last year despite missing the first two races of the season. He actually didn't miss the races. He was just running a platinum car in those races, so wasn't eligible for Gold Cup points. But uh, he, he came back into uh, Gold Cup after the, that first uh, double doubleheader at Sebring. Uh, and then was very much a contender for the rest of the season. It was uh, Patrick Otto Madsen who ended up winning the championship, and uh, Michael Levitas and uh, and uh, Jeff Mosing who ended up tied on points for second place. And it, it, the position went to Levitas on countback on the number of wins. But those two are continuing that battle in the Gold Class Cup this season, and they're running first and second right now. And as you say, there was a car in between them uh, when we. Uh, when we, we went full course yellow. It was David Baker, yes, in the 56 car, and that remains, obviously, the situation. David in the red and white car, Jeff Morsing in the yellow with the red roof and the red stripes, and he will be delighted to have seen the safety car come out because it's just given him an opportunity, perhaps, to dive past David Baker earlier on, early on in the piece when we get uh, restarted and get... A chance to have a look at Levitas for a top 10 position, but more importantly, for the lead in the GT3 Gold category. We're not going to be going green anytime soon because they are. Oh, now I say that. Well, the lights out on the safety they car. Certainly there. seemed to be, didn't well, they? Well, that's very good work indeed because it seemed as though they were still dragging the car onto the flatbed. And the lights are indeed now out on the Viper Green safety car. We were hoping we wouldn't have to see that lovely hue of 911 
again after the pace laps we have but now we're ready to go back racing with just under 23 minutes to go last year here Anel Benitez led almost all the laps in both of the races uh, he only didn't lead the final lap in both of those races he beaten into second place twice by the eventual season champion Colin Thompson he's leading now and he wants to maintain that position in the second spot in line is Elliot Skier leading the championship so he has to be careful and think longer term quick look there at the 36 of Michael Levitas looking for top points in GT3 gold category for the 997 cars he's got Baker behind him and there's Jeff Mosing just one car further back as they come to the green the green flags in the air Benitez Jr gets on the power early and streaks away down to turn number one but the battle for second and third is really on as Lazar went down the inside but couldn't get it done now what's happening further back and Baker and Mosing were side by side for a moment as well but Jeff Mosing is still behind David Baker and Levitas then still has his tail end Charlie the buffer between him and Mosing not in the fight for GT3 gold, but at the moment doing a great job for Michael Levitas. What a great restart that was by Angel Benitez Jr. In the lead of this race, he got the jump on Elliot Skier, uh, left him by two or three car lengths as they crossed the finish, uh, start finish line to go back to green flag racing. And then it was uh, Jesse Lazare looking to the inside of Skier, not able to make it happen, and Will Hardeman hanging on there in the fourth place. Fantastic exit from the chicane, heading up to the loop by the gold class leader. Michael Levitas has pulled out a bit of a gap between himself and David Berger. That's not who he's fighting with, but Jeff Mosing will be cursing his luck that he hasn't had a chance to battle through and get onto the rear bumper. There is Mosing at the back of the lead group. That is 11th position, first to 11th in one long line of very expensive race cars, flat sixes. These Porsches screaming on the far side of the circuit. 20 minutes and 40 seconds to run in this round five of the Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama. One of two wheels, Yokohama tyres are good, but they've got to have a bit of tarmac to work with, guys. If you're going to start dropping him onto the grass, you're going to start to have some traction issues. And the lead 11 is about to become a dozen as Wild Bill in the 74 is closing up on Jeff Mosey. Yeah, Jeff Mosey though, second place in Gold Cup as our leaders come across the line here. It's still Benitez who leads from Skier, Lazar, a little, little bit of a gap back to Hardeman in fourth place. But uh, that first and second in the Gold Cup class, it's still Michael Levitas and Jeff Mosey separated uh, by David Baker. And David Williams is next up in line. And David Williams is a teammate of Michael Levitas. So he'd like to get past Jeff, Jeff Mosey, I'm sure, even though David Williams is running as a platinum class car. Yeah, good point. And in fact, it was Williams and not Wild Bill who's closing up on Mosing. My apologies. The 37 car is making that a round dozen from first down to 12th position that are pretty much in a line. Slight gap between third and fourth and from seventh to eighth, but not much more than that. And here is the action in the gold category. Mosing must get by Baker. Has to find somewhere around that platinum car. That's not going to be easy. And Levitas made that move early on Baker and has been able to use him as a shield at the head of the field. Benitez Jr. under pressure now from Elliot Skier, the 05 from the 14, the black and yellow Hertz car from 
the white and red of Elliott Skier, the 14 car, in second position from Wright Motorsports. Barely able to be seen as they come down into the braking area, heavy downhill. Coming through the extension of the boot now and back onto the old circuit. Yeah, it looks to me that Anna Belize's junior, he's looking in his mirrors there, spending a lot of time looking in his mirrors I as well. And Elliot Skier is right there. He's got to make sure now he concentrates on the track in front of him rather than behind, because if he just puts his head down, he's fast enough to be able to maintain that advantage. It's going to be awfully difficult for Elliot Skier to make a move. But Benitez, once he passed Skier, or once he got away at the front of the field, round with that audacious out round the outside manoeuvre at turn number one after the green flag he wasn't really able to pull away until skier had pressure from behind so he's clearly there's nothing at all in the differential of the performance of these two cars 154.5 from benitez last time around and a 54.3 from skier the pressure is building the heat is being turned up and jesse lazare is, is still there in third position much tighter line taken by skier has Benitez worked his Yokohamas too hard? Yeah. It's warm out there, and this is a long race. Still 17 and a half minutes to go, and you can set your car up for the start of the race when they're heavy or for the end of the race when they're light, but you've got to drive accordingly. And there's an element of tyre management here. The Yokohamas have tremendous durability, but these are heavy, powerful cars. And Skier now sniffs the opportunity at the front of the field as he dives for the moment uh, just into the left-hand side, but couldn't manage to get it done. And now it's three for the lead as they are absolutely together, joined by no more than, I would say, half a second, if that. And tell you what, Skier got a great jump off the toe of the boot there. He's going to try and look to the outside at the top of the hill, but uh, Angel Benitez Jr. Uh, hangs in the inside line, but right around the outside, tries to go Elliot Skier. What a great, brave manoeuvre that was. And it, it certainly forced Benitez to go very defensive, mm -hmm. very early uh, as they went over the brow of the hill through the boot section there now coming back towards us to complete another lap there's still more than 16 minutes to go and Benitez Jr if he's hanging on like this now this will be the drive of his life if he holds on to this one comes through the final corner to complete their lap number 13 but remember this is a timed competition across the line first second third and fourth now Santiago Creel has come through into fourth. Hardiman's gone missing. No, he's no, just he's lost just the cup. Two yeah. places as Kuhlman's come through as well into fifth. So Hardiman has made a mistake. The leading three. And again, Benitez Jr. just somehow drags a little bit of extra pace from his Porsche. And for the moment, has a car's length, but no more on second place skier this is tremendous stuff yeah, great stuff isn't it and the the restart lap by Angel Benitez Jr. turned a 1 minute 54.4 last the lap after that 154.5 last time around was a 154.9 so losing just a little bit of pace but you know just having to defend that position he's really running the same sort of lap times but that defensive lines is costing him a little bit of lap time he needs to concentrate on what's going on in front of him not what's going on behind him coming out of the chicane into the loop and then the next couple of corners, he really struggles. Mm -hmm. And then again, as he comes towards the end of the lap, just over the top of the brow. Let's see how he gets out of the tour of the boot. Yeah, it's not that too bad no, there. That was, good that that was much better than last time because he seemed to lose 
the momentum as he was climbing the hill then. He does not need to go to driver's right and to defend as he crests the hill and comes down, which he had to do last time around, and that cost him lap time. Yeah, I think Jeremy Dale's on the on the, uh, on the radio to on him. The just, to him yeah, yeah, I think so. Just uh, say, just hit your marks and you'll be just fine. Keep cool, stay calm, come and win this race for us. Santiago Creel is coming and coming quickly. He's half a second and more quicker than the four cars, the three cars, excuse me, ahead of him in fourth position. That's the number 60 car in the Mexico colours. He's got a little bit to make up and he's got to pace himself back to the Kelly Moss car in third position of Jesse Lazare. But here come the leaders across the line again. This is 14 laps completed now for Benitez Jr. Skier, Lazare, Creel, Kuman, Hardeman recovering now. That 54 second lap, one minute 54 second lap there. Michael Shine in uh, seventh position. Then Andrew Long. Levitas in ninth position now, but still got Baker between himself and Mosey. So the GT3 gold leader still with that one car between him and his nearest competition. Oh, when I say that, that's just changed, even as we were speaking. So David Baker, I think, has just been passed by Jeff Mosey, and there is the visual confirmation so now it's game on in the gold category as well no no wrong got excited there it's David Williams who is closing in on Mosing as you suggested he might and starting to put pressure on Mosing he's Levitas's uh, teammate as you mentioned and last time around that was the fastest lap of the race by our race leader Angel Benitez okay, again he concentrated on what was going on in front of him put together a great lap 153.725 tell you who was also very fast on that lap Casey Coolman in the fifth position uh, Santiago Creel did a 53.8 Casey Coolman a 53.7 as well those two are flying along and they're really not losing much ground to the top three look at them there and still Benitez, even with that fast lap, he hasn't really broken no. the tour here. And there's still 13 minutes to run. Ah, oh, we are blessed to have racing like this. Porsche Cup all around the world in a always gives us great racing. And here in the GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yungahama, we go to circuits like Watkins Glen International where the Vista is outstanding. Benitez Junior skier. Oh, and that lovely art car, the 65 machine, has gone around. What a shame for Frank Salidorf. He has gone around and is dropping position. He's got to put back in the right Tell you what, position. He, it's another one of the he, Kelly Moss cars, of course. Yeah, he was having a fabulous battle there uh, with Dan Wayland. Uh, for, it was for the last place. They were having a great dice. He looked down to the inside in turn one, did Seldorf, wasn't able to make it happen. And then later on, the lap had a spin somewhere. But it's, it, what's, it, I love it. I mean, there's racing. You know, dice literally going front on, to back. Literally front to back. Yeah. Brilliant. Good stuff. Seldorf then spun around. But got going again. Didn't see any damage on his uh, platinum car. We've lost uh, Wayne Decourt here, contact with the wall. John Coates, contact with the wall. Still to discover what the issue was for John. Very odd-looking incident. My favourite colour scheme of any racing car at a very busy IMSA-sanctioned weekend is that of the number 40 of Charlie Putman, the... Stars and Stripes always looks good on a race car, but the way he's done it, it makes it look like a single-seater.
down the inside as if it's got a waist <laughs> and it goes in towards the rear wheels. It's a brilliant optical illusion and has been clearly very well thought out to use the stars and stripes. So if you look towards the back wheel there, it looks like the bodywork curves in. Of course it doesn't, it can't, it's a Porsche. But look how that deceives the eye. Brilliant stuff. And yeah. when it was parked in the pits right opposite us the other day, I literally had to do a double take to see that it wasn't some kind of modification. That they'd... How's he got away with that on his back wheels? Front of the field, 10 minutes to go, Jeremy. Do we think that Angel Benitez Jr. can hang on? Yeah, he's, he's certainly got his work cut out for him, no question about it. But the fastest to go on the track is Santiago Creel. Mm. Uh, two laps ago, not on this lap, the lap before, it's at the fastest lap of the race, 153.512. That time around, uh, Benitez was a little bit quicker, 53.8 for Benitez, which is almost matches his best lap of the, the race so far. But this is a great battle going up front. And the fourth place car, and even the fifth place car, Casey Kuhlman, uh, the previous lap wasn't so good for Casey, but this one was. It was his best, a 53.7, closing in there in the fifth place. I think Benitez must realise that it's Elliot Skier leading the championship that's behind him. And he will know that there will not be any ridiculous low percentage lunges coming from the 14 car. The issue will be if somebody else gets ahead of Skier, either Lazar or Creel or even Kuhlman, then it might be slightly different. Whether there's enough time for... Ah, this nine and a half minutes, there is time. There is time for this to all close up. And in fact, Will Hardman in sixth position in the 19 car lost that ground in a couple of places, but he's picked up his pace mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, he's turned a very quick lap of 53.6. I mean, that's just a tenth away from the best lap of the race set by our fourth-place car, Santiago Creole in car number 60. Mosing in the yellow and red Porsche. He's still behind David Baker. He'll be sitting the sight of the back of that 56 car and wish he was staring at the back of the 36 car, which is Michael Levitas, who leads the class. Jeff Morsing there in the 0-1, very distinctive cut, and up the road now, Levitas has broken the tour, and he's pulled out a couple of seconds, and those are important seconds in the battle for GT3 Gold, and Levitas will see that the red and white 56 car of David Baker is getting slightly smaller in his mirrors, and he will know that Morsing is in behind that car, and there'll be a right smile, I think, on the face of Michael Levitas, who really enjoys his motor racing. There's no doubt in my mind, with no disrespect whatsoever to David Baker, that if Jeff Mosing was passed, he could go quicker than the 56.3 that he's just run. He's been running 56.3, 56.3, because that's what David Baker's running ahead of him. But he can't get through. Head of the field. And the trio have just become a quartet as Santiago Creel jumps on to the back bumper of the 21 car of Jesse Lazar in third position. It's Benitez Jr. and Skier. First and second, a slight gap then back to third and fourth, but this is heating up nicely. Yeah, and a new fastest lap last time around by car number 60, Santiago Creel, in the fourth position. He's inching closer to that uh, rear bumper on Jesse Lazar in car number 21. As it has been famously said, it's one thing to catch, it's quite another to pass. Another good... Oh, no, Benitez goes defensive again as they crest the hill in the boot section. Through the right-hander, off the concrete, back onto the asphalt. 
And again now, this is bad. This is bad news for Benitez because Benitez is starting to drive defensively. This is going to close all four of these cars up and there will be nothing between them. And this is great news for Creel, who is coming like a steam train at the moment. He hasn't had the easiest pace yet, Jeremy. He hasn't got into that traffic. And if Benitez is backing these guys up towards him, he might just be able to pull off something sneaky before the guys realise he's there. It's great news for us too, watching it. Now got four cars pretty much nose to tell. Creel actually not quite so quick off turn 11 as the other three can tenders but still ride with you looking down the inside there for second place and they're absolutely side by side i think lazar might have made that move in turn one leader in the gt gold did he? class yes, he did. yes he did lazar's gone through in turn one so new second place elliot skier who has been the man pressuring the leader for so long has been shuffled back to third position benitez jr now has a new portion behind him he can't see the red front of the skier car, what he can see is Kelly Moss in his rear view mirror. Not Kelly Moss the man, but Kelly Moss written large, writ large on the front of the 21 car. Actually, it's a slower click because he can see it backwards in his mirror, of course. <laughs> uh, the, as he's coming towards him, the 21 car from Elliot Skier in the 14, and then Santiago Carrillo, who is just a couple of car lengths further back wasn't quite close enough to be able to take advantage tell you what that was a great move it by was. jesse lazada i'm sorry we didn't actually see it on the screen and i probably shouldn't have been talking about that i just happened to be watching out the window uh, and it was a great pass i mean just stuffed it down the inside absolutely i mean uh, certainly there was no mistake by elliot skier on the previous corner it was just a uh, a banzai move there a really great move by Jesse Lazar, the two teenagers going out. Actually, I guess uh, he's 20 now, isn't he, uh, Elliot Skier? But uh, uh, these two young drivers battling away for second and third position. Santiago Creel hanging with them in the fourth place. I think, am I right in saying we've got three right motorsports cars together there now? With Skier, Creel and Kuman together. Yep. So that is formation driving in its absolute best. That's in third, fourth and fifth position. But out in front, the 05 of Angel Benitez Jr., the JDX racing car. For a moment or two, he's been left to his own devices. Now on lap 20, more importantly, just four minutes and 44 seconds to run. And just set the fastest lap of the race to Angel Benitez there, 453.371. Isn't it interesting how his lap times vary? When he's not under pressure, yeah. it seems as though he can concentrate. Now, we've seen him in past years, Jeremy, be able to do it from through the grid or from the front of the grid. Maybe the competition's just a little bit hotter this year, but he's having to use all of his not inconsiderable talent just to stay ahead. Meantime, the battle for second position, 21 and 14. Nazir and Skier, Santiago Creel has not being able to challenge the rush to the edge of the podium positions has come to a halt for the moment in fact if anything he's just falling away for a little moment oh a little bit of a lot up there i think from elliot skier but he controlled it nicely yeah but lazar got a little bit of a run off the toe of the boot there didn't he going up the hill and uh, advantage there for jesse lazar lazar Two big moves at turn one, start of the race, Benitez Jr. And for second place, Lazar for second place. So the second move, rather. 
three and a half minutes, a little bit less remaining in this race. They uh, won't get the green, the white flag this time around, I don't think, but they will do next time. So uh, a couple more laps to go as they're coming into the final corner. Now Angel Benitez Jr. leads, having just set the fastest lap of the race, 153.371, last lap around. A shade under seven miles remain for Angel Benitez Jr. as he returns to the Porsche GT3 Cup USA by Yokohama. Will it be a triumphant return for the JDX racing driver? At the moment, he is dictating pace at the head of the field, but we've seen that when anyone puts a challenge on him, he tends to go defensive a little early. And that costs him time. He's now got to keep his head and his wits about him. Just taps the brake pedal to make sure that the brake pads are in contact with the brake disc, the rotor. They do ride the curbs here. Oh, and a great run through the chicane by Elliot Skier. Now, can he turn that into something in the loop? It's really hard. Got to try and take as much momentum as he can. The battle for second and third. Remember, Skier is leading the champion. Oh, spinner right in front of the leaders. And once again, it's Frank Seldorf who's gone around. That could have been disaster for any one of the leading cars. Heads up driving by them all and great flag work by the marshals. The corner workers with the yellow flags out very, very early. And Seldorf has gone around a couple of times. He's staying out of the way. There'll be one more lap at the end of this one. That will have caught Benitez's attention. He saw the race flash before him there, I'm sure. The leading three now have broken away from Santiago Creel, who has been just unable to continue that excellent charge after the restart. Full course caution when John Coates went around and hit the wall hard just in the loop. The start of the loop win to Coates in the wall as well early on in the number 70 Kelly Moss racing car. Those the only two that will not see the checkered flag. And the white flag is in the air. Round five of the Porsche GT3 Cup USA by Yokohama. Angel Benitez Jr. What a future this young man has. He's come back into the championship, having had success here in the previous years. And at the moment, Third is Skier, second is Lazar. And at the moment, Jesse Lazar... Well, Jesse Lazar, I was about to say, is Jesse Lazar going to settle for second? He is not. Attack the curbs through yeah. the chicane there. And it's actually not hurt him at all. He's just closed down a little bit. That was very brave indeed, because those middle curbs there can be quite destructive. This is great racing here, uh, absolutely between these two. And uh, it's... Uh... Angel Benitez's race uh, to lose here. He's leading it. He's led uh, all the way from the start. He took, a, took the lead with a bold move on the first corner, but he's got deja vu here from last year. He led all the laps uh, in both of the races last year, except the last one. So he needs to uh, hold it together now and uh, come away with a victory, which is really what he deserves this afternoon. Ninth position for Michael Levitas, leading the GT3 gold category. Just wonder if Skier, the championship leader, has thought to himself, third place points are better than no place points at the moment and might just be pacing himself. Levitas is broken away from David Baker and Jeff Mosing. It's more important that Mosing is behind him than Baker. They're in the same category. 
front of the field then Angel Benitez Jr has one right hander to negotiate now up through the gears and returns to the championship as a victor at Watkins Glen and converts what he could do here in two races last year and leads the last lap he's led every single lap this time and makes sure he converts that into maximum points in the gold category it will be Michael Levitas who's done pretty much the same thing for the 997 category cars and he will come home not in a canter but certainly having controlled the race got past David Baker in one of the platinum cars early on and let David Baker stay behind him and keep Jeff Mosing at bay but what a battle at the front of the field for the platinum category Benitez, Lazar, Skier, Creel, Kuman, Hardeman recovers to sixth from Shine Long Michael Levitas in ninth and David Baker rounds up the top ten Smart driving, I think, there by Elliot Skier because he is leading the championship. He's got third-place points. He's on the podium. And the guy who's taken maximum points has not been around for the first four races of the season. What a great race that was. And uh, Jesse Lazare on the, the, uh, the lap before the finish, lap before the last but one lap, set the fastest lap at a race of 153.442, just edging out Santiago Creel for that, uh, that honour. And uh, looking at the lap times of the first six cars, I mean, oh, maybe three-tenths of a second between them. Really, really good driving by all of those three. Michael Shine and Andrew Long, they're very competitive as well in the seventh and eighth positions. But what I liked about that, Jeremy, was when Jesse put that time in, that 53-4-4-2, you could see he was trying. Yeah. You really see the guys who are leaning on these GT3 Cup cars. Yeah, and again, it says a lot, doesn't it, about these Yokohama tyres. I mean, that was just one lap from the end of the race. OK, yeah, the fuel load is, is getting lighter and lighter, but it says a lot about the consistency of these tyres. He's able to come away with a, a brilliant lap there and really keep the pressure on Angel Benitez Jr. in that last lap. But what a well-deserved victory that was by the Venezuelan and for JDX Racing. They've uh, they, they brought in David Acela to drive at uh, Nola Motorsports Park, not able to, to rejoin the team, and now they've uh, signed up Angel Benitez, uh, we believe, for the rest of the season. What a great way to start that partnership between Benitez and JDX. Their confidence in the young Venezuelan absolutely repaid by a victory in round five of the championship the 05 cars comes through two more races this weekend at Watkins Glen International round six and round four but don't worry about that <laughs> we'll explain that to you Later on, the main thing is the top step of the podium for Angel Benitez Jr. Yeah, for the 11th time uh, for Angel Benitez Jr. He won uh, one of the two races at the end of last season at Road Atlanta. Uh, this is his 11th victory in the Platinum. It also add to that 11 victories in gold as well. So what a career. It's been 22nd win overall for Angel Benitez Jr. Well, Jim Roller... Uh, was down that in the pit lane fun. for us, but that was that was fun. He's already, I can see, making his way to uh, victory lane. Hello, Jim. Well, John, we're standing by to, uh, in fact, the crew's wondering where Angel has gone. <laughs> he let a couple of cars by and went off collecting rubber off Ah, line. here he comes. What a return to the championship, Jim. Absolutely fantastic performance, and as Jeremy pointed out, third time's a charm. Mm. Yeah. This is uh, unbelievable. Great performance. He had 
the pressure was on the the entire race. Great. I, I've I've not seen you and I have watched a lot of these races, and it's been a long time since I've seen uh, that much pressure for that long. Yeah, that was a great driver. He won here in uh, 2013. Uh, did uh, Angel Benitez Jr. won one of the races here in 2013. Two second places last year. Do you think he likes this place? Yeah, I do. I think he'd like it more now after he lost the, the last two uh, in a row on the last lap. We'll get a quick word, if we can, from Jim Roller and our returning hero to the championship before we go to the formalities of the podium for those of you here at the circuit. Jim Roller is down in victory lane. And Hel Benitez, uh, a winner here in 2013, and then your last two efforts uh, came up a little bit short. Third time was the charm. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, we finally made it. Uh, I think we won here in 2013, and uh, last year was a mess. But here we are. We're happy to be here. I mean, I have to thank Hertz and GDX for the opportunity. I think even when we have a rough year ahead with uh, two weekends already passed, I think we're going to do a good job and at least want to show the people how fast this hurts the hurts car on the on the track you had pressure on you the entire race did you cool your tires a couple times because it looked like you fell back into the clutches of the guys that were racing behind you then you'd lay down the fastest lap of the race yeah i, I was trying actually to save my tires as much as i could because i knew i had pressure and i knew I, I just couldn't go away from those guys they were actually they had a good pace so I decided just to stay there, try to save my rear tires, which are really important on the porch. And at the end, when I saw like uh, the Lazarus pass uh, skin, I tried to just go for it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there's no doubt. And Hel Benitez is back. Thanks. You can see that again, Jim Roller down there amongst the celebrations. He, what well, last year? Yeah, it was a mess. I like that very, very okay. simple synopsis of what was going on there. Might get, uh, before the formality start, might get a quick chance to have a word with uh, Elliot Skier, our championship leader, came home in third, or maybe Jesse Lazar down there. I know that uh, Jim is still in the throng. Interesting to hear uh, Benitez describe it as a mess last year. Two, two uh, second-place finishes and two poles, and he calls it a mess. Uh, yeah, you know, he was so disappointed not to Give win either of those races. two wins on the last well, lap, though, that, Jeremy. That's what it's all about, isn't it? It's all about the wins in this category, and you know that could have been the difference between first and second in the championship last year, because at the end of the day, there was only eight points between Colin Correct. Thompson and then and, and Daniel Benitez. Back to Jim Roller. Got Elliot Skier here, John. Uh, Elliot, uh, third place. That's better than no place, as John said during the race. You were able to keep the pressure on Angel for most of the race. And what happened? Yeah, it was overall a good race, good points day, like you said. Uh, happy to bring the car back in one piece. Uh, Wright did a great job with the setup of the car. Just uh, a couple little tire pressure changes I think we can make for tomorrow. Granted, it might rain tomorrow, but um, we learned a lot this race. Uh, I learned quite how aggressive I could be. You know, I think there's some more in it. Uh, first time racing in hell, so he did a great job. And, you know, it was to learn how he battles was a pretty good thing but you know the Porsche ran great uh, a couple tweaks to the Yokohamas that I think will be right there well you'll get two more bites at the apple this weekend good luck thank you it's Jim Roller down in uh, with our Continental Tire pit lane report thanks to the guys down there fantastic stuff from all of the drivers in the Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge by Yokohama as they head for the formalities of victory lane here at Watkins Glen International. Delighted to say 
We've got two more races like that in sound and vision at IMSA.com and here live on IMSA Radio. This programme is a production of IMSA and Radio Show Limited. For more, visit RadioLeMond.com.